Hi everyone, I'm Ginny Dodansky. I'm the Program Manager for Wormwise. If you're a sheep and beef farmer, hopefully you've heard of Wormwise and maybe you've even been to a Wormwise workshop. If you're a deer farmer or a dairy farmer, maybe you can be forgiven for not knowing what Wormwise is. So Wormwise is an independent science-backed resource for helping you better manage internal parasites or worms in your livestock and on your farms. There is a Wormwise website that's going to undergo a big upgrade in the next wee while, um, but there's plenty you can read on there at the moment and fact sheets that you can download to help you. Also check out the Beef and Lamb Knowledge Hub. There's a great section in there on the same topic. More um, videos, sort of um, real life case studies, little bits of learning that you can do at your own pace and in your own time. But in the meantime, keep an eye on your social media. From now on, you're going to get little regular updates from myself and other parasite geeks around the country with just bits of seasonal information about worm management that'll just help that week-to-week um, -week decision making about parasites on your farm. So make sure you like this post and subscribe to the Wormwise Facebook page and then you won't miss out. But what I do want to talk about today is just worms and ewes at lambing time and what makes our ewes more or less susceptible to worm challenges around lambing. So I'm sure you all know that over the the weeks prior to lambing and that early lactation period that our ewes are prone to losing some of their innate immunity to worms and how much that actually impacts the ewe and her production and the economic um, outcomes of that are dependent on a range of factors on your farm. So the first and probably biggest one um, is the food on offer to those ewes at lambing and in the immediate weeks pre-lamb. Um, it's true, it, it is measurable that we can get very big production responses uh, from ewes given long-acting drenched products when they're underfed in that period. Um, but happily the converse is also true, um, that when we really nail the feeding of those ewes, um, get the, the grass right at set stocking, um, be lambing at the time where um, that feed is just coming up under them um, and they're being as well fed as they can, uh, over lambing um, that the need for those long-acting products drops right off. Um, so that's a big opportunity. Another area of opportunity on many farms is the body condition on your ewes. Um, we know that all ewes will respond to some degree to having worms removed um, on a long-acting basis from them over the lambing period. Um, but those ewes that are body condition score three, three and a half, um, they're much better able to buffer that challenge and it's much, much less likely that you're going to get an economic response um, from treating those animals. So there's lots of good reasons for maximising the number of those animals in your flock at lambing and feeding them really well as well. Uh, another farm factor is the level of worm contamination that's been carried over into the spring and, and late winter that's going to be challenging those ewes. Um, if they're under real stress having to fight off um, thousands and thousands of worm larvae that they're ingesting um, every, every bite they take um, because that area that they're grazing has, has carried a heap of lambs all through the autumn and into the winter, um, that's going to make it harder for those ewes to resist uh, that worm challenge and perform well. Um, so while none of these outcomes are things that you can probably change now, 
um, they're definitely the things that you want to take into account when you're thinking about worm management in your use at lambing time and maybe something to start casting your mind forward to next season as to how you might hit some of those targets. So great feeding of ewes, having them in optimal body condition and trying to reduce some of that worm challenge on pasture um, by not pinching from the ewes in the autumn and laying down a whole lot of worm contamination with lambs still there. So thanks for listening now. I'll catch you again soon. Probably haven't finished everything I've got to say about ewes at pre-lamb time, but that was a start. A docking drench for lambs, is it really necessary? Typically, the answer to that question is no. There's three good reasons for that, and I'll explain them to you now. The first is to do with the lamb's immune response to worms. Those signs that we associate with worms in stock the scouring, the reduced growth rate, lack of appetite, those sorts of things, they're actually a consequence of the animal's developing immune response to those foreign invaders that it's taking in off the grass. In a lamb's early weeks of life though, that immune reaction just isn't present. So even though while it's nibbling bits of grass, it will be taking in worm larvae, its body doesn't react at all to those. So we're not getting those um, negative consequences that we see in older lambs. The second point is that for a big bunch of the worms that will be impacting our lambs early in the spring, they actually can't complete their life cycle development and build up numbers until the lamb has got a fully functioning rumen. So a lamb becomes a fully functioning ruminant at about four to five weeks of age. Prior to that, a lot of those worms actually aren't completing their life cycle. So drenching them at docking, you might not actually be kicking out as many worms as, as you think you are. The third thing is a little worm that you might not have heard of before called strongyloides. That worm's got a completely different life cycle to the ones that we normally talk about in Wormwise workshops. Um, it can be picked up by the lambs directly through their skin and it, they can also ingest eggs off the udder of their mum um, when they're nursing. The thing about that worm, because it acts like that, it, it generates a really fast and strong immune response in the lambs and they'll typically become immune and kick that worm out at about sort of four or five weeks of age, like round about docking time. So if you're seeing a few dirty lambs before docking and you're giving them a docking drench and then you're seeing that they dry up, they may well have dried up anyway because it was probably that little strongyloides worm that they were going to become immune to on their own. The only time that a docking drench might be appropriate is where things have gone really wrong, ewes are really underfed, not milking, and lambs are eating a lot more grass than they might normally in a typical season. So that might be a time that you would do a docking drench, but for it to be a routine thing, um, probably going to get less value out of a docking drench than you might have imagined for those three reasons that I talked about. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time.